हेलो वेलकम टू द सेल्फ लर्निंग पॉडकास्ट बाय डॉक्टर सुषमा सिंह लेट अस स्टार्ट यूनिट ट्वेंटी सिक्स अर्बन प्लानिंग एंड आवर टॉपिक इज हिस्टोरिकल एवोल्यूशन ऑफ अर्बन प्लानिंग ह्यूमन बीइंग्स हैव बीन लिविंग ऑन दिस अर्थ फॉर मोर देन अ मिलियन इयर्स बट वी ट्रेस द हिस्ट्री ऑफ सिटीज ओनली सिंस द फाइव और सिक्स थाउजेंड अगो इन अ ग्रेट रिवर वैली ऑफ Euphrates, the Indus, and the Nile. From the historical facts, it is well-known truth that the cities were always planned with a definite purpose in mind. It may be due to self-glorification, protection, trade, etc., and the development of the city was always done as a separate agency. In ancient India, particularly during the Mauryas and Guptas period, separate urban planning and development agencies existed. The work of urban planning was performed by city council and town council along with the other functions of the state. The city council was modeled upon that of a village panchayat and it may be assumed that it was an elected body though certain works were reserved for the control of the imperial officers during the gupta period we have found evidence of the existence of town councils and public was also very vigilant about proper development of the city there are quite a number of books written by the ancient authors about the town planning in india they are known as vastu shastra earlier examples of examples of the vedic town planning available are madurai sirirangam and kanchipuram built with the temples as the focus point and concentric square streets all around at some length one who refers to manasara silpa sastra architecture by the manusara and kotelia arthashastra economics by kotelia can appreciate the scientific approach to town and village planning in ancient india manasara silpa sastra is a treatise on town planning and architecture and consists of the 75 adhyayas or chapters apart from dealing with the details of vastu shilpa vastu shilpa many of the chapters describe particulars such as design of various parts of the buildings towers pillars chariots triumphs and arches jewelry ideas of gods and ceremonies connected with the commissioning of the finished structures the fourth chapter describes the investigation of the nature of different types of soils by the means of several tastes such as their color form smell and touch the seventh chapter deals with the planning of the villages according to their suitability 
for the location of temples, palaces, houses, roads and other depending upon the location of the presiding deity within the village. The ninth chapter describes in detail the different parts of types of village plans according to their parts of the village for temples, schools, public halls and residential houses for different classes of people. The seventh chapter deals with the formation of cities, towns and fortresses. The characteristics of the cities fit for the habitation of kings, merchants, brahmins and other classes of people. The following are the different types of town plans evolved and practiced according to Manasara. Tandaka, Sarvatro Bhadra, Nandyatvaratta, Padmaka, Swastika, Prashtara, Karmuka, Chaturmukha. Dandaka type of town plan provides for two main entrance gate and is generally adopted for the formulation of small towns and villages. The village offices were generally located in the east. The female deity of the village or the Gand Devta will generally be located outside the village and male deities in the northern portion. In the second type of the town plan, the whole town should be fully occupied by houses of various descriptions and inhabited by all classes of people. The temple dominates the village. In the third type of the town planning, that is Nandya Varakta. The planning was meant for the construction of towns and not for the villages. It is generally adopted for the sites either circular or square in shape. With not less than 1000 houses but not more than 4000 houses. The streets run parallel to the central adjoining streets with the temple of the presiding deity in the center of the town. Nandyavarta is name of a flower. Padmaka type of plan was practiced for building of towns and fortress all around. The pattern of the plan resembles the petal of lotus radiating outward from the center. The city used to be practically an island surrounded by water, having no scope for expansion. Swastik type of plan contemplates some diagonal streets dividing the site into certain triangular plots. The site need not be marked out into a square or rectangle and it may be of any shape. The town is surrounded by a rampart wall with most of its foot filled with water. 
two main streets cross each other at the center, running south to north and west to east. The characteristic features of Prastara plan is that the site may be either square or rectangle, but not triangular or circular. The sites are set apart for the poor, the middle class, the rich and the very rich. The size of the sites increases according to the capacity of each to purchase or build upon. The main roads are much wider compared to those of other patterns. The town may or may not be surrounded by a fort. Karmukha plan is suitable for a place where the sites of the town is in the form of a bow or semicircular or parabolic and mostly applied for towns located on the seashore or the river banks. The main streets of the town runs from north to south or east to west and cross streets run at right angle to them, dividing the whole area into blocks. The presiding deity, commonly a female deity, is installed in the temple built in any convenient place. Chaturmukha type of plan is applicable to all towns starting from the largest town to the smallest village. The site may be either square or rectangular having four faces. The town is laid out east to west lengthwise with four main streets. The temple of the presiding deity will be always at the center of the town. The urban planning during the Mughal period flourished in leaps and bounds. Many cities like Fatehpur Sikri, Asmer, Usain, Bharatpur, Banaras, Delhi, Agra, etc. clearly bears the influence of Muslim architecture and culture. However, as we know, Uzan is a city of ancient India dating back to the 6th century BC. It is evident from the history that a separate department existed for the construction and development work. This department was headed by the emperor himself, but it had many eminent architects, engineers and ministers as its members. In the regime of Akbar, a public works department was established for the planning and development of construction work. All the Muslim rulers had a separate department of urban planning and development. Like Romans, the Mughals too wanted to show their power and pomp by constructing monumental structures for the use of the royal families at the cost of other citizens. The city of Jaipur, built by the Maharaja Savai Jaising II during 1720, is one of the best examples of the revival of the Vedic principles of settlement planning on a grid pattern with strict architectural and land use control on main streets.
residential areas planned with spatial hierarchy of chokes public squares being an interjection of main roads through a gateway leading to the main markets of the city during the british phase the main emphasis of urban planning was based on their strategic linkages to port towns for the purpose of trade and commerce including defense besides these other economic and climate factors were also taken into account the evolution of urban planning techniques and solutions initiated at the beginning of the 20th century to tackle the problems of urbanization were aimed towards town improvement functionally they did not visualize the problem of urban planning beyond the municipal approach to development in modern india the first urban improvement authority was constituted as far back as once 175 years ago in calcutta under the statute of 1794 with only limited powers in the light of the experiences of the working of this improvement authority in 1803 a town improvement committee consisting of 30 nominated leading citizens of calcutta was constituted in 1857 this committee was reorganized in the form of a board this board had seven commissioners three nominated by the government and four selected by the taxpayers in 1864 on the example of calcutta and on the advice of and insistence of the royal sanitary commission the sanitary commissions were set up in bombay and madras presidencies to give advice and assistance in all matters relating to public health sanitation etc in the year of 1915 the famous town planner and administrator visited madras presidency and he advised the government of india on this front as the consequence bombay and madras states enacted town planning acts on the line of the british housing and town planning acts 1909 and mr h v lanchard was appointed as town planning advisor to the imperial government of india Although a large number of town planning acts were enacted in different parts of the country since then the progress made under these enactments were very tardy after the independence a fresh impetus on the front of urban planning and development took place the model act prepared by the town and country planning organization got the approval of the minister of the local self government in charge of the town planning in 1962 the model act has been supplemented further by two legislations providing for the 
land acquisition for development and planning and for the creation of development authorities to undertake large scale development of the city and the works related to the provisions of the life support system of amenities and services for a more human urban environment the town planning legislations in the stream of directional planning made the provisions for the preparation of the master plans for cities in terms of physical development of urban space for the provisions of infrastructural services these legislations did not anticipate planning for supra urban space extending the boundaries of the city to the peripheral areas and their alleviation to the regional constellation of the city and its subsystems the existing urban planning legislation in force in india suffers from many deficiencies a study undertaken by balachandran and rn hadripur on this subject indicates the following shortcomings municipality of legal and judicial structures and organization exist without establishing proper linkages among them overlapping of functions and jurisdictions in the absence of suitable provisions for the coordination of their activities emphasis on plan preparation and not implementation and execution inadequacy of in effective land acquisition provisions under the land acquisition act of 1894 which has become outdated legal inadequacy for checking hafards development peripheral growth and ribbon development control lack of provisions for organizational setup for plan implementation and lack of public participation in real sense of their involvement now let us wind up the session and take rest thank you very much for engaging yourself with the self learning podcast Thank you.